and gentlemen of the congregation, welcome to another episode of the Motorsport Ministry, your home for all hot takes, news, and other things revolving around the racing world. I need to find a new intro. <laughs> that is way too long, and just, it could kind of just get muffled up together, like, you're home for all hot takes, news, and all things, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but I know what I can say. And I can say that this is episode number 99. We are only one episode away. The next episode is that coveted, elusive, 100 episode mark. And I am so excited for this episode. Just thinking about it makes me ecstatic. It's going to be a big episode. And if you guys want to know what it's about, you have to stick around for recording this on Wednesday night. You have to stick around for tomorrow for that episode's release. And you'll see what it's about. I'll probably give it away in the title. But... Today's episode, I'm going to be honest, mostly just due to time constraints and stuff like that. It's going to feel a little bit different. It's going to feel a lot like that extra episode of the Motorsport Ministry that I put out last week. So there's going to be no race weekend rankings. There's going to be no verse of the week, mostly just due to time constraints. If you ask me what I would rank the races, I'd probably put Xfinity 1, Cup 2, F1 3. That's probably how I'd end up putting them. But... Other than that, today we're going to be talking about Max Verstappen and does the Red Bull breaching the cap devalue his championship, or, and we're going to be talking about Ross Chastain's move at Martinsville. So, with all that being said, let's begin. Alright, so let's just start off with this. If you truly want something, if you truly have the drive to accomplish something in your life, whether that be getting a promotion, saving money... Or whatever. If you have the drive, the passion, the will to truly get to your goal, what are you willing to do to accomplish that? What are you willing to do to get to your goal? Are you that dedicated to where you're truly able to lock yourself in to get to where you want to go? I could say that I am. You know, whether you are or whether you're not, you know, that is up to you. So there are some times where, you know, You'll hear a lot of drivers say that, you know, oh, the new the NASCAR championship, it's not valuable anymore. It's devalued. We care more about winning races than championships. And to some extent, you can say that the championship has been devalued. I mean, when you're deciding the championship based on one race, winner take all, regardless of what happens in the other previous 35 races, yes, that can devalue the championship. And I was going to make this segment talking about is a championship truly devalued? However, this is kind of going to go into what the real topic is about, and that is, if there is one man who truly does not think that a championship is devalued, it's Ross Chastain. Let me just say something. Ask Ross Chastain if he thinks a championship is, de if a NASCAR Cup Series title is devalued. If he tells you yes, he is lying to you. Because then either number one, he's lying to you because he thinks it's valuable because of that move he pulled at Martinsville at the end of the race. Or number two, he literally just did that move for, excuse my language, for shits and giggles. But let's talk about that move, which really just took everything away from all the other storylines. Denny Hamlin missing the Final Four, Christopher Bell having another walk-off win. All those storylines were put in the back burner because of Ross Chastain's really video game move that we saw. But let's talk more about that move. I've heard a lot of people out there say that, oh, 
we need to make a rule for this. Yeah, it was cool, but we can't have drivers be doing this 24-7. I'm going to talk about all that. Number one, this doesn't need to be a rule. I thought about it at first. Maybe it needs to be a rule, but it doesn't for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's going to be a gray area rule. NASCAR already has enough gray area rules as is. Look at the double yellow line rule. Look at what constitutes, you know, what constitutes, you know, intentionally wrecking a driver. All these things are manipulating a race, 100% rule. There's so many gray rules in NASCAR that if we add another one, yeah, in hindsight, you might think, oh, drivers aren't going to do that again. And then NASCAR is just going to pick and choose what they consider to be breaking that rule. And then it's just going to be more frustrating for us drive, for the drivers, for us fans, and just everyone in the industry. So no, NASCAR doesn't need a rule for that. Number two, I hear people say that, oh, drivers are going to keep doing this nonstop. Look, he made up two and a half seconds on track. He broke the track record. Drivers are going to do this nonstop. You're going to have five drivers come up on the wall. Well, folks, first of all, I mean, let's talk about it from a standpoint of, the safety. If Chastain did that, he pretty much got a one in a million shot and he got that one in a million chance. Because obviously we know the exit to get out of, you know, the track for the haulers and, you know, whatnot. Let's say that gate wasn't wasn't safely fastened. I guarantee we'd be having a completely different conversation than Ross Chastain pulling a Hail Mary to get to the Final Four. So for safety reasons, I don't think... You're going to have 10 to 15 cars go just ride wall the ride wall ride the track during the last lap. And here's another thing. Folks, the team owners aren't going to let them do that. In an era where saving money is the name of the game in NASCAR, do you really think that team owners are just going to allow drivers to damage their race cars and cost them thousands of dollars? How many times do we hear the team owners say that we need to save money, we need to save money, we need to save money? How many times do we hear NASCAR say, we need to save money, we need to save money, we need to save money? Do you really think that team owners are going to let their drivers on the last lap just throw that out the window to make up two seconds? Yes, two seconds is a lot in racing, but what's a lot? Two seconds worth? Or a couple thousand dollars worth to repair that car again. And especially if that's being a car, especially because this is the next gen car, it's probably going to be a car used, let's say, don't be surprised if that Chastain Martinsville car is used for Phoenix. You're going to damage your championship contending car? Really? I'm not ta- I'm not saying what Chastain did was wrong. It was awesome. I loved it. I remember seeing that because I was broadcasting a, our final game for the World Comes to Pump. The world comes to the Palm Beaches tournament. You know, it's a little, it's a league, it's a little tournament for baseball that we have down here in South Florida, but that's not the point. So I didn't really get to watch the race because I was obviously broadcasting. And I was checking on Twitter and people were like going crazy over this Ross Chastain move. And I'm like, what, what did he just do? And then finally a replay showed and I was like, oh, he did that. Huh? That was pretty much my exact reaction. But I'm not saying that what he did was wrong, or I'm not saying what he did wasn't, you know, wasn't awesome. It was. It was a great, it's, pro, it's going to go down as a top five moment in NASCAR history. That is how epic that move was. And you don't believe me? Ask the hundreds of millions of people 
who watched some variation of that clip of that you know finish on social media. I believe that I believe just the NASCAR portion that they post on their Twitter page or the NASCAR and NBC part has over 10 million views on Twitter. It made number one on SportsCenter for the move of the week or for the biggest play of the week. Like, it was a pretty big deal, folks. But, like I said, we don't need a new rule for this. It's not necessary. You're just going to add another gray area rule to the rule book. It's going to irritate the fans, irritate the drivers, irritate everybody. Because you really think NASCAR needs another rule? They don't. In fact, they should be taking away rules more than anything. Now, I get it. It feels like for the past, you know, during these playoffs and so, it feels like drivers have really been, and teams have really been pushing the envelope. So maybe NASCAR does need to kind of just finally put their foot down. You could say they did that with the bubble wall suspension. So, I don't think they need a rule. It doesn't need to happen. If drivers keep doing it, I guarantee the team owners are going to tell them to stop. Because they'll probably say, okay, you want to keep doing that. Our repair book is going to, our repair bill is going to come out of your paycheck. Like, we need to think about that, folks. Do you really think that the team owners, who are already up to their neck when it comes to spending money, are going to want to spend more because their drivers are wall-riding Martinsville? As for people who say that's going to happen at other tracks, I highly doubt it. Martinsville's own unique character. It's short enough and flat enough to where you can pull that off. I don't think it would happen at New Hampshire. Because New Hampshire is so tight and it's too large, in my opinion, for it to work. It won't happen at a place like Bristol because you're not gonna because the speed is gonna get scrubbed off immediately. Maybe at a track like Richmond, but I think it has a little too much banking. And even at a track like Phoenix, I don't think it's gonna I personally don't think it happened at Phoenix. Again, Phoenix, I think the corners are too wide for that to happen. Like, eventually, it's just going to scrub you off enough to where the guy who actually takes the corner correctly is going to just prevail. And if not out of the corner, then at least going into the first turn, or at least turn three and four, where it is banked enough to where you can't do that. But I love the move. I thought it was awesome. It's a good thing for the sport. We don't need another rule. The owners and the drivers will police themselves to not do that. And the last thing we need is another gray rule for NASCAR to try to enforce it, probably fail at it. It was an awesome, it was fantastic, and let's just leave it at that. Alright, so I know there's some people out there who, you know, they have their opinions on Red Bull breaching the cost cap, you know, for last year's championship, or at least championship driver winning season for, you know, the 2021 season. And I've seen a couple folks out there saying that this delegitimizes Max Verstappen's first championship. And to those people, I say, what are you smoking? You're either a Mercedes fan, a Lewis Hamilton fan, or you're just anti-Red Bull or anti-Verstappen. Let me ask you guys a question. Who had the fastest car last year? It was pretty much, you can argue, it was basically neck and neck with Mercedes. Okay. Throughout the course of the year, you could say that, you know, it was basically Mercedes and Red Bull were on an even playing field. So why was Perez not outrunning Botas more times than not? Why was Lewis not winning more races than Verstappen? Okay, okay, in that case, well then you could say, oh, in the second half of the year, Mercedes was faster. Really? So then you're telling me then that Red Bull breaching the cost cap basically did nothing. 
Folks, it doesn't delegitimize Max Verstappen's championship. Why would it? The only way, in my opinion, it would delegitimize Max Verstappen being the 2021 F1 World Champion is if he clinched the title with like four races to go like he did this year. The money had to have translated to results on track. I'm not saying it didn't. Obviously, he won 10 races last year and won the championship, but do we not forget that he went to a title decider in Abu Dhabi? That he won the title in the last lap of the race due to a strategy call? I mean, Lewis was going to win that race. Verstappen wasn't catching him. And listen, Verstappen wasn't catching him in Brazil. He wasn't catching him in, in Jeddah. And he wasn't catching him in Qatar. All of those races, Lewis won convincingly. So if you're going to come here and tell me that Max Verstappen's championship is delegitimized because of this Red Bull cost cap, to that I say, where are the results that show me that it meant something? Because if it meant something, if it actually translated in results to Max Verstappen winning the championship, then he would have never went to a title decider. He would never have to rely on a strategy call at the last lap of the final race to win the title. And he probably would have won more than 10 races. If his season looked like it did this, like it is this season, where he just, no one is touching him, then maybe I could say, okay, yeah, you know, maybe there's some truth to that because he's just on another playing field. But his championship isn't delegitimized, folks. If you think it is, you're either a Verstappen hater or Red Bull hater or Mercedes or a Lewis Hamilton fanboy. And I go back to what I said at the beginning. Okay, if Red Bull going over the cost cap meant something, why did Sergio finish fourth out of the top four drivers? He should have finished ahead of Botas, shouldn't he? Why didn't Red Bull win the Constructors' Championship? Mercedes won it, and I think they won it with one or two races left to spare. Doesn't seem like the cost, it doesn't seem like Red Bull exceeding the cost cap really did them any favors there. Now, I've already talked about it before how I don't agree that Red Bull ha had the ability to negotiate a punishment. In my opinion, the FIA should have just gave them a penalty. If Red Bull wants to appeal it, they can, but there is no negotiation. A, a team should not be able to negotiate a punishment. That's like NASCAR going up. That's like NASCAR going to Brad Keselowski or Michael McDowell or Kevin Harvick and basically saying, "Hey, we caught you cheating, but let's negotiate a punishment." But that makes no sense to me. But to all of you out there who say that Verstappen's championship is delegitimized, just stop talking. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't see the results because the results do not justify a delegitimized championship, in my opinion. That's gonna do it for this. Relatively short episode of the Motorsport Ministry. Again, due to time constraints, you know, really why I had to cut it short a little bit. But thank you guys so much once again. If you guys want to listen to all previous episodes of the Motorsport Ministry, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Amazon Music. You can listen to our entire back catalog on all those major platforms. And don't forget, folks, next episode coming out tomorrow is episode 100. We got something big for that one. Got something very excited, so I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. But once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time.